Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of Colts Coffee and Conversation. My name is Carl. And I'm Holly. I'd like to welcome you back to another exciting edition of Colts Coffee and Conversation. How are you, Holly? I'm doing well. And yourself? I'm doing well. We want to say uh, thank you guys for being with us and thank you for continuing to support us. We do appreciate it. We appreciate all the feedback that you give us. And you, I know what you're thinking, Carl. How do we give feedback? I'm glad you asked. Well, of course, we have our Facebook fan page at Colt Coffee Conversation. We have our Instagram at Colt's Coffee Convo. We have Twitter at Colt's Coffee Con One. That is Colt's Coffee Con and the number one. And of course, our wonderful email address, all dependable, Colt's Coffee Convo at gmail.com. But wait, there's more. Holly, take it away. You can get your smartphone, record a voice memo, and send it off to Colt's Coffee Con. Vo at gmail.com. Yeah, uh, thank you very much. I appreciate that. So, we do a little back, a uh, little backward, a uh, little run back. Uh, of course, we just talked about their uh, uh, religious beliefs. Yes, we did. We discussed their religious beliefs, and uh, we also discussed uh, their uh, wonderful uh, court appearances. Yes, that they like to do. Yes, yes and their legal uh, careers. They're, they're pretty much a, a lawyer family. A lawyer family. Yes, Wait, they are. I forgot about something. Before we get into our cults. <laughs> Have our conversations. Let's talk about our coffee. Holly, what are you drinking? Okay, I am drinking a Java Chip No Whip Frappuccino. Ooh, fancy feast. I, on the other hand, am having a venti vanilla latte. Delish. Mm. Yes, I still miss my Starbucks. That is in my job. I miss it so much. All right. Let's get back into it. You ready to get back into the Westboro Baptist Church? Well, that's where we're going. The God hates you know what? I know. Mmm, naughty beds. Okay, so like I said, we were we were discussing their their legal stuff. Now we're gonna get into their social stuff, I guess you want to call it. Their well, social their 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 acti- notice they're no for their activism. Activism, yes. Their this activism. Is their activism. So. We're gonna kinda talk about a few things, not a lot because I've done a ton. But we're going to talk about uh, the the uh, uh, the key ones, the ones that got him a lot of uh, notoriety and attention. And some of them are just straight disrespectful. But hey, you know what do we know? Because according to the tulip laws, they don't even know if they're even going to be saved. Hey, you know it's another another conversation for another time. Yes. Okay, so uh, Holly, let's go. Let's go ahead and dive deep. Let's get our picket signs and let's go picket the picketers. What okay. do we got? <laughs> so. The first national notoriety that they got was was the Matthew Shepard funeral in 1998. Mm-hmm. Now, Matthew Shepard was a gay man. He was killed in Wyoming. He was a, a university student. Matthew Shepard's funeral elevated the profile of this vocal anti-gay church to national notoriety in October 1998. It was Matt's funeral at St. Mark's Episcopal Church that garnered Westboro Baptist Church a lot of attention, said Jason Marsden. He's the executive director of the Denver-based Matthew Shepard Foundation. Now, before Shepard's funeral on October 18, 1998, the church was known mostly for its God Hates Fags (coughs) protest around the hometown in Topeka, Kansas. However, enough was known of the tactics of the church members and its pastor, the Reverend Fred Phelps, loud preaching and provocative signs such as Matt in Hell, 
AIDS cures fags, <laughs> and stick figures in sexual positions, <laughs> that Casper City officials cordoned an area in the city park for them to protest. The day of the funeral, which coincided with the worst fall snowstorm in memory, attracted international media attention that focused on West Baptist Church. So, I'm sorry, West Borough Baptist Church. Now, the military funerals came a little bit later. Matthew Snyder, a Marine, killed in Iraq in 2006 when West Borough members, including Phelps, picketed the March 2006 funeral of Matthew Snyder, a Marine, who was killed in Iraq. It sparked a case that went to the Supreme Court in 2010. The high court decided in an eight-to-one decision that the church's actions were protected under free speech. Mm. Westboro has picketed numerous military funerals dating before and after Snyder's. Now, a little bit later, we're going to talk about some of the tactics that governments now, local governments, uh, have done to kind of defend military funerals and other funerals against the Westboro Baptist Church. Yeah, it's sad that well i'm glad but yet also sad they're the only ones that do this crap so yeah pretty much you know so it is what it is anyway so i, I and if you heard me laugh previously before i get into <laughs> what i'm gonna cover i have a sense of humor i got to give them creativity for some of the stuff that they do us being believers in christ we laugh at people like this because it's the absolute opposite of of what and I don't mean like opposite of what I feel, but it's like if if you're supposed to be a representative, you are the worst representative in the history of mankind for, for this. I mean, it just th- this is the sad part is, is that when they the majority of people's perception of Christianity in the gay and lesbian the LBDQ and the rest of the letters, sorry, um, they think we're all Westboro Baptist Church people. Oh, yeah, that's unfortunate. That is unfortunate. So they kind of put a nice little stain on it. Thanks a lot. Anyway, okay. Then 2011, uh, they also did the Fashion Week, which is kind of like, it throws me a curveball for me. It's like, why would you go out of your way? Deep down inside, you guys wanted to go to New York for a vacation and for a write-off, you decided to do a protest. That's probably what happened. I honestly, like, why would, there's no point in, going to new york for fashion week but anyway the their the westboro church decided they're going to go to fashion week and of course uh they looks like they made a few creative signs and also uh, claimed that uh, they uh, they were nothing uh, as far as the models go or were nothing but sluts and proud whores the crazed kansas religion sect and infamous for their heinous protests of military funerals is planning to rally tomorrow outside the tents at lincoln center to decry that they all call fashions slut walk extraordinaire. Now, uh, he said that the sect believes that the whole idea of the fashion industry is to make women look whorish as possible and men look effeminate as possible. Now, here's another one I have a problem with here is that also the same year in 2011, they decided to do a child's funeral. And this is Christina Green, a nine year old. An attack on a U.S. Rep- representative, Gabriel Guilford. The killed the nine-year-old Christina Green, a federal judge, a 76-year-old man who died uh, saving his injured wife from more bullets than three others, is an attack on us all. Now, Phelps' video uh, headline, God Sent the Shooter. Now, that's that's messed up. Uh, Phelps blasted these victims as sinners. 
we are all in God's crosshairs. Uh, as a result of the threat, Arizona passed an emergency bill that banned protests within 300 feet of the funerals. Good job, Arizona. Now, also, uh, we do have uh, a couple of other popular things. Go ahead, Holly. There was the Sandy Hook Elementary School shooting victims in 2012. A day after 20-year-old Adam Lanza killed 20 Newtown, Connecticut first graders, six school workers, his mother and himself, on December 14, 2012, church members took to social media claiming that they would picket the vigil for victims of the mass killing. After a monumental public backlash, which included hacker group Anonymous releasing the addresses of church members they did not attend. Beautiful. Okay. Now, the Boston Marathon bombing victim uh, in 2013, members attended the funeral of Crystal Campbell, a 29-year-old restaurant worker killed in April 15, 2013, the terror attack. Okay, at the Boston Marathon. Mm. Local union members and motorcycle clubs showed up at the funeral to stop the group from disrupting the somber procession. Okay, and then the, the, the last final large one was the Pulse nightclub. That was the, the shootout. Just so you guys are, don't know, the Pulse nightclub, of course, is a gay club. Now, about 200 people blocked the main street in downtown Orlando to form a human chain to counter-react the demonstrators from the Westboro Baptist Church. Now, a handful of the church members raised their now iconic gay signs across the street from the St. James Catholic Cathedral, while more than two dozen police officers stood in between them and the rainbow-adorned assembly. Now, the human chain group formed organically through Facebook. Now, after rumors surfaced that the group would demonstrate at several funerals of the victims of Sunday's mass shootings in the Pulse nightclub, the funerals began, be, which began on Thursday. However, now the church did not apply for permits until Friday with the plans to picket on Saturday. The uh, humanity who came out against the Westboro include bikers, priests, young people, member of the LGBT community, and local carrying signs saying, God is love. And the motto of the city adopted in his response to the massacre was, of course, Orlando Strong. Now, soon, a line of quote-unquote angels mounted with wings constructed by PVC pipes and with white sheets walked in front of the throng, saying nothing as the crowds cheered. The wings were an idea of Orlando Shakespearean theater, which outfitted their volunteers with sheets wide enough to block the view of the church members. Now, just past 11 a.m., the Westboro Church members left, retreated towards their vehicles, and the crowd roared. Now, a large contingent of counter-demonstrators drew in close into a huddle and chanted, Orlando Strong, Orlando Strong. Okay, so that's a rundown of some of the high-profile demonstrations uh, and protests that they did. And you know what? Uh, uh, and here's the thing, too, that, that, that I mean— People like this create so much, so many problems, so many problems for uh, um, other people, you know, wanting to do protests, just not not this type of protesting, protesting, freedom, but just in general. You know, like I said, everyone has that idea of people, Christians who want to protest and have the right to protest like everybody else does. But this this is the face of what when they think of well, Christians when they when they do protests, it's 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 a hate thing. Yeah. And thing. also they have the term baptist on their yes. their church which is there's a ton of baptists it's one of the bigger 
Protestant denominations, you know, they're kind of trying to hide in, in that kind of a It's a wolves in sheep's clothing. Mm-hmm. It's wolves in sheep's clothing. It's really annoying. And, and, I mean, especially nowadays what we're going through, obviously these times, you know, with a lot of protesting and stuff, hate begets yeah. hate. So, anyway, that's my, my two cents. I'm sorry. We're going to talk about the reaction to these uh, Westboro Baptist Church protests. Yeah. On their website, the Westboro Baptist Church, WBC, claims to have held more than 63,000 picketing events in 1,032 cities across the country since 1991. That's, that's a busy group. While it's impossible to confirm the figures, WBC has been very active. The group has targeted the funerals of American soldiers killed in a battle, which we talked about, mm-hmm. contending that God killed the soldiers as retribution for America's immorality and tolerance for homosexuality. Mm. WBC has also protested at the funerals for people who have been murdered, including those who had died at the Pulse nightclub in Orlando in June of 2016, or were killed in accidents. The group also pickets the funerals of celebrities who have died, as well as cultural events, of course, including the New York Fashion Week, the Academy Awards, and the Grammys. Other targets include schools, the group deems to be accepting of the LGBTQ community as well as Catholic, Lutheran, and other Christian institutions that the WBC feels are heretical. Between 2009 and 2011, WBC focused much of his attention on picketing Jewish institutions around the country from Israeli consulates to synagogues to Jewish community centers. I'm not sure why they did decided to do that in those two years. I have no idea. Th- this group just baffles everything. We, why they do it, how they do it, you know. Of course, it's going to be covered in the next episode on what happens in the right. future. You know, like, th- it, nothing makes sense. It just really, this group, is, to me, it looks like it's just, well, I don't want to give anything away, but, you know, it... it, it what they do, why they do it, how they do it, it makes zero sense. I mean, there's like, what's the end game? Because like I said previously, when we talk about Tulip, they, they don't follow it either. No. No. So it's like, you know, to me, it's just a, a, a band full of hypocrites. That's just the way I look at it. But anyway, moving on. Now, the group's pension for public protest, now particularly at funeral, funerals at soldiers, uh, has prompted a which is fantastic, lawsuits against the group and legislation to create a greater privacy, you know, for mourners. Now, and that's the thing, too, is like, you know, it, it, unfortunately, th- tragic things happen. And, I mean, just being a mourner at these services, once again, this could be the only opportunity they get an opportunity to, to you know, have. I'm pretty sure it's not, but, you know, it's, it's, it's just, it's, it sears in the brains of people who are just tending the funeral and puts a sour grape in taste or confirms their either non-belief or or want to, if they're on the fence of believing or not, you know, this right there, they see that, then that, that you just confirmed it. It just yes. shuts people off, you know. Anyway, like uh, the family of the mourners uh, um, for Matthew Snyder, the Marine that was killed in Iraq in 2006. Now, they ended up suing WBC for intentionally affliction of emotional distress, uh, you think, of course, after the group picketed the funeral. 
jury originally awarded the Snyder family $11 million in damages. But of course, in March 2011, the Supreme Court ruled in favor of the WBC, finding that speech in public spaces about public space issues doesn't constitute intentional infliction or emotional distress, even if the speech is outrageous. And you know what the sad part is? That's true. I mean, it it, it is considered public. So there's a battle right there that, you know, the, and they're lawyers, so they know the law. Oh, yeah, so they pushed it. So they pushed it to the to the nth degree. Now, now, despite the Supreme Court's ruling, the WC protests at the military funerals have faced mounting difficulties. Now, numbers of states and uh, localities have passed laws creating a buffer zone, thank you, to keep protesters at a distance from funerals and limited protests for several hours before and after services, which, at that point, there's no point in even showing up. You know, which is great. Well, the only the other thing is the news people around that local local could go and interview them and get them on the news yeah, for that day. But but the same token, I mean, you're just wasting money at this point, just even doing this kind of stuff. You know, but it sucks is that you have to you you actually have to have a law to do this. I mean, it, it, well, boggles the mind. Go ahead. I'm sorry. So yeah. there are also federal laws curtailing protests at funerals. In August 2012, President Obama signed the Honoring America's Veterans and Caring for Camp Lejeune Families Act of 2012. The law is includes a provision requiring protesters to remain a certain distance from a military funeral and also bans protests two hours before and after a service. WBC has challenged a number of these laws. In 2011, WBC filed a lawsuit questioning the constitutionality of a 2006 Nebraska law banning protests at funerals within 300 feet of the service starting one hour prior to the event until two hours after the event ends. In 2016, a federal district court sided with Nebraska in the case, and in November 2017, the U.S. Supreme Court declined to take up WBC's challenge to the law. Okay, now let's talk about something real quick. How much taxpayer money they're wasting? 2011, they decided to file a thing, and then, of course, all the way up to 2016, they finally was like, nope. I mean, that's, well, that's, that's five their, years. But that's what their law firm does is just file these kind of protests in court about these type of situations. I, and, and here's the thing, too. I mean, just in general, you already know these people exist. None of this is new to any state. Why can't they just push this up the docket and just get rid of it instead of wasting taxpayer time? And it's not just it's they're not wasting their money. No. We're wasting the state of Nebraska's money and their time and the efforts. Well, they're going to end up becoming, I, there's a term for it, that uh, people that we know in Orange County, <laughs> uh, another religious group, it's co it's kind of like they do too much lit uh, litigation, and so they, they stamp them as being uh, a, a group that does too much so they won't hear anything anymore. Right. Yeah. I, I, I for, forgot what the term is, but... Yeah, no, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. So they might be going down that path, too. Now, in Missouri, WBC fought an eight-year-old legal battle against the state's restrictions on funeral protests. Yeah, eight years, exactly. Well, you know... Eight um, years. Well, yeah, but that just means that they delay it, delay it, delay it. 
In March 2014, a federal judge upheld Missouri's law, which requires protesters to stay at least a football field's distance away from funerals and limits the times during which they can protest near the funeral site. Yeah, 100 yards, football field, 300 feet. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, but it's also limiting the hours yeah, that they can. Yeah, I mean, uh, that's great. That's fine. That's perfect. It's wonderful. But, I mean, it, how many years? Five years. It's like, come on, people. Well, I guess this is kind of what we have to deal with in a free society. Uh, you are correct. I do understand that. I am for protesting. I am for that. We've marched in a few ourselves in the past. Probably we'll be marching some in the future. You know, it's just one of those things to where I just, it, it, it really pisses me off to no end that, you know, these people exist. But, you know, hey, evil's everywhere, right? Um, it, it, I don't know. I just think I'm probably just exhausted of just everything right now at this moment in time in my life well, that's in general. True. I so. mean, <laughs> I'm being a little emotional on this podcast and I do apologize, but you know, it's just, it's frustrating that what, what, what we're all going through right now. And of course we're talking about these lovely darlings. Well, you know what though, it, according to their website, they haven't been very active re recently because I of, wonder why. Well, there's not, nobody's doing anything for them to protest, I guess. Well, I mean, we'll get into it. I'm pretty sure not giving any spoilers away, that there are certain people who are no longer there or no longer... That's true. That probably plays a role. Possibly, but right now in this current pandemic, right. um, some of the things that they had planned on their on their website to go to are probably going to get canceled. Well, I mean, that's for everybody. I mean, for comedians and for, you know, po political talks and all that kind of stuff, all that's been canceled. So, yes. you know, I get it, but I mean, just... To go to this level, to the federal court, and just, like, wasting the time of the courts for this? Well, I bet there's a lot of wasting time of the courts with lawsuits that we don't even know about. True. True. Well, anyway, that's it, guys. That's pretty much what we decided to cover. You know, and it's not the most positive of, uh, of things, but, you know, we just wanted to set a precedent of what these people do on their spare time. Hey, why not, right? Travel the country and... Call it a tax write-off, I guess, if you want yeah, to do that. Yeah, I just kind of thought about that. Yeah. So they can they go can, anywhere they want. They can anywhere they want, and as long as they're out there with their their signs. By the way, their signs are very creative. I'll give them that. They are childish, and if you have a, a, a 10-year-old boy's humor like I do, you, you it is funny, even though the message on there is not funny. But yeah, it's, it's very but crude. It's very crude, but when you see older adults, like in their 50s and their 40s, and they're holding those signs, it's... Like I said, the 10-year-old boy in me just starts laughing at it because it's like, are you for real? You're an adult. But, you know, that's just me and this so this group. Well, it's all about shock. They're trying to shock people. Well, I understand that maybe in the in the, the 90s and the, the early aughts. Yeah, they were shocking. But nowadays it's like, eh, we're so desensitized with. Maybe, perhaps. You know, I don't know. I got, I'm just going to keep that, my last comment to myself. All right. Okay, guys. Well, on that note, once again, Coltonites, we thank you for all the support that you give us. We thank you for everything that you do for us. You know, uh, it's been an insane uh, year plus of doing this podcast. Oh, yeah. We're in a year and a half going on. We're in a year on, and yeah. a half going on, yeah. Um, but anyway, well, thanks again, Coltonites. Uh, we love you so much. We want those five stars. We need those five stars. Yes, five stars, please. Yes, Colts Coffee Conversation. <laughs> Thank you, Bhagwan. Finally step up to the plate. Alrighty. And on that note, good night, Holly. Good night, Carl.